0: I was genuinely screaming.
1: That's no VIP. That's just P. Right? <laughs> That's not even it.
0: Caleb looked amazing last night. Like. When does he not? But then it became into like a hardcore match, and I did not expect this. I nearly got punched in the face about six times.
1: I probably shouldn't say this on a podcast, right? But I just want people to understand. And um, if there's any medical professionals, if you could let me know if this is an issue. Who's in, Who's in charge? Me or the devil? I think I'm in charge hello and welcome to another episode of k and k wrestle factory i am one of your hosts kyle watt and i am joined as always by kyle hello how's things not too bad not too bad um i mean that's saying things lately after last night but we'll save that we'll save that for later um, obviously today we're going to be talking about Zone Summerhill Showdown 2022, which took place last night as we're recording this uh, up in Aberdeen. And we've now arrived back home and we're going to talk about how the show went. Which, uh, spoiler alert, very, very good. But before we get into the show, um, Kayleigh, anything you kind of want to talk about? Any news or anything
0: like that? Well, of course. So everyone knows one of my favourite wrestlers ever as Lita, um, the things I would do for Lita and now she's um, been announced for the Royal Rumble like I genuinely can't can't contain my excitement for this the fact that she's a high chance that she could win this and then could become champion, like I'm hyperventilating like this is my equivalent of your big moment that happened last night.
1: I doubt it but... <laughs> I mean, I think it'll be quite good actually. Um, I mean, we didn't really get to see much of her in the Rumble last time she was in, which was what two years ago.
0: Yeah, and I still to this day hold a grudge to Becky Lynch for throwing her out. But we we have to move on.
1: Fair play. Um, she didn't really die when she did her moonsault.
0: Yeah, that's true. So
1: hopefully she's been practicing that. Well,
0: this is the thing for the last like what six to eight months she's been record- recording um, she's been putting stuff online about how she's been training again she's been um, just all over the place I saw that she's been doing a lot of stuff in different dojos all over she's been going to trampoline parks and stuff saying she's just working on her fitness and working on her athleticism and getting back in the ring so I kept joking that she's going to make an in-ring return for Wrestlemania but then when they actually announced it I couldn't breathe like. It got announced on, we never watched live as well, but we were watching, was it Raw they announced it on? Smackdown. Smackdown, and I panicked. Um it was Raw, I think, because then she came out on Smackdown, did she not? No, they, they announced
1: it on Twitter, like yeah. beforehand. Didn't she?
0: Whatever, wherever she came out, but they announced it like the week before it, on the actual show, when you saw it, when everyone was like, oh my God, Mickey James is going to be there. Then on the Smackdown, they decided to have her there, but didn't make a big deal about it. Um, so yeah, I watched it, and then I was genuinely screaming. Couldn't believe it. It was brilliant. It's class. That's a lot of what I really want to talk about, it's just that. Fair. You need to talk, acknowledge that.
1: That's fair enough. We've got a bit of podcast housekeeping to do um, before we kind of get into the the review today. So, essentially, and you can obviously correct me on, on what I'm thinking here, but essentially our plan is to release this episode here and then kind of take a bit of a break while we work on kinda of the podcast and our kinda of direction on it going forward because I think we are sort of wanting to go in a different direction. Yeah. Um with things I think we don't really talk about wrestling that much. To exclusively talk about wrestling. Which is a bit of a an important issue when you've got a podcast about wrestling.
0: Yeah, we kinda of, well, as you've noticed, we we've taken a bit of a break in between episodes just now, just going try to work things out, but we kind of want to have a bit of a rebrand. We have some ideas. We kind of want to open it up and have it, again, wrestling's going to be a big part of it, but other parts of things that we're really into, kind of make it a bit of everything, a bit of a collage of topics. We're hoping that'll be a lot more interesting. We can get a lot more people involved. Of course, side note to that, we will still have our on reviews. Because we really enjoy them.
1: Well, we, it's the only thing people listen to.
0: Well, true, um, for now. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're going to take a bit of time to do that, but then hopefully we'll come back bigger, better than ever, and um, then things really will have competition.
1: Fair. <laughs> so I, I guess we better just jump into, jump into into the review of Summerhill Showdown.
0: It's what everyone's here for.
1: So uh, hopefully everyone is sitting ready to hear how I, I thought they went on last night. You know I'm sure they'll be. Stressing out.
0: Are we going to put bets on, on how long it takes Kyle to forget about every match and just skip to the to the end? It has been warned that he can't do that.
1: Now don't you worry, I have notes. Um I have notes, right, of every match that I've just kind of wrote down points that I thought would be good to kinda of go over. Um but then for Aspen's return, um I've just wrote Aspen Return because you can't script things like that. You're just gonna free ball it. You can't script things like that. You can't. You can't have a plan. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so Summerhill Showdown was last night. It's WrestleZone's first show of 2022. Uh, third full show back. They obviously did the Academy show, but third uh, main show back since COVID. Uh, again, we'll kind of get into it, but. I feel like this is the start of WrestleZone of pushing um forward now into sort of anarchy season. Um, you know, just uh, the they are finding their feet now that they're back, which is really good. Um but again, yeah, it was uh, Summerhill Hotel. It's not even called that anymore, is it? The, it's a nice venue. The sure the sure best western, I don't know. Something like that. Um but yeah, the venue was venue was good. Warm was a, but good.
0: Yeah, decent location. Um when we got in there, nice venue nice size weird layout like it's weird because where the ring had to be and you only kind of had three sides of the ring well two and a half sides of the ring um so that's a bit weird but apart from that I, i really liked it i thought it was a nice atmosphere like i said anywhere that has a bar is normally the crowd warm up a wee bit we discussed that um yeah really enjoyed it and also this felt like this whole show had, like, a cool vibe about it. I don't know how to describe that. Like, everyone felt, well, I, you'll hear in a minute, after the first match, when something went down, I feel like everyone was just... Everyone really loosened up, and you can feel that everyone's... It's been a couple of months now. All the cobwebs have kind of... They're well gone. It's good. I liked it.
1: Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, and like I said, it was absolutely roasting. Yeah. In somehow, which was a nice change from Chaos, which was absolutely freezing... Uh, hopefully, racers will find a middle ground <laughs> at some point soon.
0: Yeah, they're not good at this whole middle ground section.
1: But I doubt it. I mean, you know, in our luck, it'll be an Ellen when we're not there.
0: Yeah, there was only so there was only one thing that I wasn't overly happy about last night. Okay, and that was the lack of Evan Young, and more importantly, Evan Young's mother. It really, it, it really put a small dampener. I did, I did see Evan though. Uh, we just get a wee wave yeah from the man really himself nice, really nice to see him big fan so I'm going to coin it now everyone knows how much of a Mickey Vigo stan I am and I, and I stand by that I'm also wanting to start the Evan Young fan base that's where I'm going to start that's going to be my niche now I'm going to back on 110 all the way no matter what happens watch me he'll now be in some sort of feud with Mickey and I won't know what to do I'll just lose it
1: I hope they do that just to mess with you <laughs> So, speaking of Mr. Vigo we'll get into the matches, uh, courtesy of SWN Scotland. Shout out to Billy Strachan, because um, after what happened at the end of the show, I don't really remember much of the rest of it. Um,
0: shout out to Billy. It's not just Billy that does it.
1: I mean, it's Billy's site.
0: Mm, fair enough.
1: I mean, shout out to Adam too, if you want that. I mean,
0: And Kayleigh, she was there. Kelly. I said that. You said Kayleigh. Said Kelly.
1: Yeah, it sounded like we'll we'll play that back. <laughs> oh, VR. I,
0: I know how to say my own you name. You said
1: your own name.
0: <laughs> she's okay. not doing the site. Yeah, but she's the foundation. She makes sure she keeps Billy going.
1: Fair. Um <laughs> anyway, first match of the night, um was meant to be the VIP ticket holder match, but everyone was a VIP, which wrestles on a Monty. right? You can't be selling VIP tickets and then just sell them to everyone. That's no VIP, that's just P, right? <laughs> That's not even ip, right?
0: You've even got a Mr. P. <laughs> it's a VIP. <laughs> Why'd that tickle
1: me? Honestly, if everyone's a VIP, Naby's <laughs> a VIP, right? So I'm watching you. Just tell, just say your tickets are 15 quid. It's fine up here. Just don't, don't be coming at it with us. It's nonsense. What are you wanting for a VIP then? I mean, you get the extra match, right? But see, if everyone's got that, it's not an extra match. It's just a match.
0: Yeah, so... Put it this way. Say then. what see what it is. Yeah, so if you want a VIP experience, what, what do you want? If you want there to be a difference between VIP, what are you wanting? You I can't want, just say a problem, you I have wa- to say how to fix
1: it. I want it to be limited.
0: Okay. So that's all you want is limited tickets then? Hey. Okay, fair enough. I would be special. <sighs> you are special in many ways.
1: Cause you send the you send the queue, oh that's a VIP coming in, everyone comes in.
0: Is what's the point? Fair. It's silly. Yeah, but remember, a lot of people, if you tried to explain there was two different queues, there would be a complete breakdown outside. That has
1: happened it, before. It that is. has That has happened
0: before. So in One's defence, it's probably easier, but to have. Could you imagine being the one
1: person that bought a standard ticket?
0: <laughs> Do you just get to shout, <laughs> boo, as they walk in? <laughs> Why are you being poor? <laughs> you heckle them.
1: Oh man. Anyway, um, moving on. So, first match tonight was Mickey Vigo against, uh, in his words, the fucking amazing Ronan King. <laughs> what do you think of this one? Do
0: you know, it was nice to see um, Ronan again, but against someone like Mickey we said it last time you need someone that wasn't like you had two new guys you were kind of like you wanted boo Ronan This his whole thing but then you also kind of wanted to cheer him on because he was new you you felt a bit awkward this was a lot easier Um, personally I loved when he shouted that I was like "Yes, on yourself Um, the easiest heat you could have got
1: yeah I mean the the funniest part is though you could I've never seen someone try and catch a word as it comes out of their mouth
0: yeah it was funny but he played off it worked really well Um, and even then see just seeing the the banter between them was really nice you could see that they were both like they were both really enjoying themselves in the ring and I really liked that you could see they were both just smiling having fun and as soon as you saw Ronan physically trying to bite those words like back you could just see Wago laughing and smiling so hopefully we'll see more of that
1: I mean you could see Martin Clunas with the uh, straight on his phone typing up the apology as we speak (laughs) yeah
0: we are sorry for this (laughs) (laughs) no really good match though there was a lot of um i'm trying to just i can't even think of words tonight like i don't know what's happened um a lot of caper a lot of caper
1: tremendous caper
0: no it was a really really good match there was a lot of really good spots to it again what i've saw we've now saw vago a few times but to see ronan he's he's looking really good like honestly Mm. and especially if i've been someone that's really new He's, he's got it going, he's he's working with the crowd, he's doing everything. I think there's a, there's a lot going for him. Yeah,
1: definitely. I, again, the sort of things that I was saying was, you know, it was, it was a good opening match. Yeah. They both came out and got the crowd into it. Um, again, I like Ronan because, you know, he's he's something fresh, he's new. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't really know what we're expecting just yet. Um, he's really good at crowd work already, which is a good sign because he's and not been on many shows.
0: It's brave. See when you're debuting, it's brave to come out as a heel, because people's natural reaction when they see you, especially if you're quite young, they want to just make sure, like cheer you on and stuff. So the fact he's doing that, take take everything else aside, like that's a that's a strong move.
1: Yeah. Also, I don't know, and I mean this is might be because we were so close to the ring. He looked a lot bigger than when we saw him at Chaos. Yeah. Which again was only a month ago, so that can't be the case. But it looked
0: he looked more. Menacing. Something I thought was funny as well, though. So he comes out obviously with his like his leopard print trunks, which first of all I love. Um, his kind of ring jacket, his glasses. But the first thing I thought when he came out was he is dressed like Mark Leslie. Like that's how Mark dresses at the weekends. Every we FaceTime, he's always got his leopard print zubas on. <laughs> that's
1: true. That's true. To be fair, there was another Mark Leslie lookalike alike on this show as well. Oh yeah, so. we'll
0: get to that. Um, no, genuinely, such a good match. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, And yeah, I really want to see more of Ronan. Another thing as well, when the the F-bomb did get dropped, for a second, everyone's, like, all all their butts clenched. But then see after that, and we'll get onto it more, there seemed to be a change of atmosphere the whole show. But I loved it. Like, it seemed to be a bit more, like, cheeky on edge, and I was was totally game for it.
1: Yeah. Again, great opening match. Um, They work well together. Hopefully we get another match with the two of them. <laughs> uh, obviously the match ended with uh, Mago Mego, Vigo <laughs> picking up the the win and uh, Ronan attacking him after the match and scalping his hand, which was uh, which was not very nice of him.
0: I know, and this was them. the first one on one match we saw Vigo, but well, I've saw Vigo in, and it was good to see him um, like get about it a bit more because again the last couple has been like triple threats and stuff. Um, so yeah, it was actually good to see him get in there, get about it, and see him do some more wrestling. And again, of course, I loved it. Like I'm the mem- I'm like the top one in the fan group, so of course I have to. Yeah. But it was good to see.
1: Also, I think this is deliberate um, from WrestleZone that they keep putting Mickey on first, right? Or they've start putting him on first because already we mention the Mosh Pit usually quite early in a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a podcast but now we have no choice for doing a review that's true if he's on first but uh, yeah I'd like to a shout out to uh, Mickey's Mosh Pit hosted by Mikey Vago <laughs> um, get that on
0: great show I do love watching them you know it's the best part of like whenever it whenever it gets uploaded straight in the big telly
1: that's true
0: every time but yeah
1: again nothing much more to say about that match enjoyed that hopefully we see more of the the two of them uh, going at it again. So, yeah, decent enough. Definitely. Cannot complain. Got the crowd going for what was our next match.
0: Oh, now, this had a contender of match of the night. I'm going to put it out there.
1: Got a match of the year already. It's only been January. Exactly. Uh, this was Captain Alan Sterling against Chris Archer for the WrestleZone Tri-Counties Championships. Obviously, Alan lost the title to archer back at halloween hijinks Mm -hmm. Uh, and this was his you know match try get it back
0: yeah now before we even start the review i have a very serious question for both of them how do you both keep your headwear on during a match that is impressive now the bandana a wee bit easier to keep on but captain allen how does he keep that hat on that is impressive
1: that's true
0: like it was it was cool Again, with this match, you you have to just start off with the first and foremost, Alan Captain Alan, sorry, is the funniest person I have ever saw. His comedic timing is so on point. He he's really good at like improv, rolling with the crowd and stuff. It wasn't he didn't like in the back think of oh, I'm going to say this, going to say that, which you can sometimes tell someone's a bit like too much with it. He was just feeding off the crowd, and it was genuinely so funny. Yeah, like, we all got like we were all howling. Like, you got so warm after laughing so hard to take your jumper off.
1: Yeah, I nearly passed it from laughing.
0: Yeah, it was great. It was so fun. And this match as well, taking that aside, they were... When they got going after, um, you know, everything that went on, the match was really, really good. A lot of really good moves. Like, I was really enjoying it.
1: Yeah. And again, we got another bit of uh, controversy from this match
0: Mm. with,
1: uh, obviously, we had the initial uh, F-bomb from rolling in the first match. In this match we had Captain Allen um telling a gentleman in the front row, um, who was in a wheelchair to stand
0: up. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's the funniest thing that
1: happened. I mean, fair play to him. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have went there myself.
0: Oh, it was great. You could see that he, again, very similar. He said it, you mildly saw him want to take it back, but then he saw that everyone was loving it and he was just absolutely fine with it.
1: Do you know my favourite part of this though was obviously we were sat directly across from Clunas, and was watching his reactions to all this Um, because you could tell every time something like this happened he was like he was laughing and he was like oh no I'm going to I'll need to to fix this somehow
0: yeah and do you know what came out of this match? I now have my favourite ever wrestling move the squid slap fair enough I I love that squid slap that is my new favourite thing that and his toot toot I'm I'm ready to go
1: love a toot toot yeah so this match, obviously, um, as you said, was for the, the title, so we'll skip to, to sort of what happened. Alan Sterling picked up the win
0: Yes. With,
1: uh, with, by Finfall to defeat Chris Archer, which, again, I'm quite surprised at, to be honest. Uh-huh. Um, Archer's only held the title for, what, two shows, technically. Uh, so it's back on Alan, which, again, I am happy about, though, because I think he's one of the best things on the show.
0: It's really funny. But the only other thing is because he is such a character and so funny, he doesn't need the title. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I felt like it kind of fit with with Archer a bit more, kind of like the at that point he was kind of going with it because of course Alan has like Caleb and stuff, so he kind of came across a wee bit of like the underdog sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think it was it was fun. Like I'm glad he's got it back, but again I feel like he does he's someone who doesn't need a title. Um, not that I'm saying just because of that you shouldn't get one, but that was my only kind of downside to it. But yeah, honestly, this match was so funny. And Captain Allen and um, Caleb together, it's just, they're so wholesome. I love it. They honestly make Maddie, those two together. They bounce off each other so well. Yeah. I loved it.
1: Well, that's the thing is like, I put this on Twitter earlier, and I said I'd elaborate on it. Is that Captain Allen is the smartest man in Scottish wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And. It's true. Like, he got a bigger reaction last night than almost anyone else in the show. Yeah. And we'll get on to Caleb's reaction later on, but in terms of during the match, he got the biggest reaction out of anyone else in that show. And he didn't really do
0: much. It was easy. He wasn't trying too hard as well, where you were kind of a bit like, what's going on? Yeah, he was just... It flows so easy with him, the crowd get behind him so fast even though he's a heel, he has that really good dynamic that the crowd, they kind of want to heckle him back they want to give him a wee bit to find out what he's going to say back and again his improv, just there was like sirens going off and things and he was bouncing off that when he tried to leave and the door wouldn't open like everything just felt right and it was such an easy watch and that's something that you want to see
1: yeah, and and again, my favourite part of this right was he did the <laughs> he was doing a move and he used the, he stood on Archer's hair, and the ref was like, no, you got off the hair, got off the hair. He's oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, like stuff like that is just perfect.
0: It's great, and with that as well, going back to Archer, so we have um, we have to we need Archer to have the room room since he's the whole motorbike thing, but it just didn't didn't catch on
1: unfortunately not we're trying Uh, we we did try we did try but yeah that match was brilliant again really really enjoyed that Uh, excited to see what happens with Alan Sterling now I think we need to you know see what happens going forward I'd like to see Valhalla versus Alan at some point which Mm. would be funny
0: could be interesting
1: Um, but again whether that comes anytime soon or not be interesting, they kind of sowed the seeds of uh, Valhalla stepping away from Alan later on the night. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Which I would
0: be sad to see, but it, Valhalla can do well, but it will be sad to break up that great friendship.
1: Yeah, so next up we had Foundation of the Future uh, versus Mr. P and Johnson. So obviously, Foundation of the Future was uh, Ryan Riley and Brad Evans feeling damn good about it. This match was. Just solid.
0: Do you know what I'm gutted at? I genuinely love the Foundation of the Future so much, but you can of cheer them, you have to boo them. That's the one thing that I hate, because I genuinely love those two. Like, they are so great. And just the wee things they do throughout the match is just funny. Like, you got your wee dart spot as well.
1: Oh, no, that was, <laughs> that was pop of the night. That
0: was. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, genuinely, you were laughing so hard. Um, so, yeah, starting with them... I've said it before, I'll say it again, I think they are a great team. We'll all see them are a great team anyway. But these two just really click together really, really well. You can see they've got really good chemistry um, to start with. And again, the matching gear, that's all I asked for. I love the matching gear. Um, the the whole thing Mr. P said, though you are just wearing a swimsuit, I did laugh harder than, than I should have. That, that, that was funny. Um, no, but they're really good. And something I was saying to you, I just feel that... I think it's cool they're just there's like trying new things like especially I was noticing like even Brad you can see from the first time the first show I went to he was kind of trying the new gimmick and every show you see it's really evolving you see more of it and I love it and you can see the little like bruiser um, bits coming out you can see what he's got his inspiration from he saw like quite a lot of inspiration from like Kane and stuff like, you can see little, like, that the guys inspire inspired him but you can see how that's like now working into his own gimmick and I love it like you can really see his inspiration and I think it's really cool
1: is that a pun, the inspiration thing?
0: Oh, it wasn't, but that worked well.
1: Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, these two together are, are fantastic. Uh, it's the first time we've really seen them as a tag team. Well, mm-hmm. we have anyway. Uh, so, again, I thought it was really good to kind of see. Again, I think they could really just go for it as a, as a team uh-huh. uh, and just smash it. Again, I thought it was really, really good uh, the whole way through. There was a few things that were just top tier. I liked Brad's kind of leap over the top rope. Yeah. the thing he did uh, again the Ted Hankey reference who's in charge me the devil superb yeah. <laughs> I think um, there's was about three people in the room that got it but us who got it got it uh, I enjoyed Ryan's hairband looking like oh, yeah. uh, Alan St Maximin which again a reference that only three people in the room seem to get
0: I think he really sits on like i like it again I, I can't say it anymore their look is all starting to come together every time we see them they're just adding on those extra layers which is really starting to cement them and really starting to to just make them a lot more credible they just look good and honestly and i've said it once i'll say it again they have the kind of dynamic that you could take that anywhere. It's not just it's not as a promotional thing. It's not just like they only work in wrestle zone. They're really getting to a point where they could go anywhere and take their foundation of the future. And I think that's something that's really good. You don't want to have a gimmick or anything that you feel only fits in that one area. And that works well yeah. with them.
1: Um and a question to um Miss O'Reilly, um can you confirm if the the headband you wore was just the, the sleeve of a t shirt? It's been cut off because it looked a little bit like it. Or was it an official headband?
0: Okay. I'd, I'd like to know. Are you going to start wearing headbands now?
1: No, because it looked as if he'd cut up his T-shirt and then went, oh, and then just popped it on.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know if it was if it was just a spur-of-the-moment thing. Yeah. I'd like to know.
0: Fair enough. Also, from this match as well, um, from where we were sitting, we were front row to the side, but there wasn't a lot of gap in between us and the ring. And everyone on that row was very thankful that Mr P was not a true Scotsman. Um, Because that would have definitely scarred us.
1: That's true. Also, I don't know what Mr P is on, um, but I would like some. <laughs> that man is on a different planet to everyone else.
0: Yeah. He's so good. Like, he is so good. And from that as well, I've not saw a lot of Sean Johnson, but do you know how nice it was to not see him go against um Brian Tucker? Um I don't know, just my eyes out that time because I was fed up seeing that match Um, it was really nice to see it and they worked a bit better together I feel like I know a little bit more of Sean Johnson a bit better yeah. but the only thing is again there was three big personalities and again he just kind of was not on the same he was a like, really good wrestling wise but when it came to like the level of um, how am I putting this like coming across like a big character he just wasn't the same tier of character do you know what I mean yeah but it would be hard in a match like that. To be fair, you have three massive personalities.
1: Yeah, especially when you've got Brad cutting about doing his Festus impression. <laughs> it's kinda kinda hard, isn't it?
0: Oh, I don't even make me laugh. That's funny. We've got a Festus figure here somewhere. Have we? Yeah, remember I bought it. Fair he's
1: enough. Just
0: kind of bit in the gaff somewhere.
1: I mean, at least if we're gonna say at least he's super Festus. We'll say that.
0: Super Festus.
1: He's super. Well, he's super Festus. He like think that.
0: think that's the most insulting thing you've ever said about no,
1: anyone. No, no, no. Not if you know Super Festus. Okay. Um, but yeah, this match was brilliant. Again, it was good to see Finish Nation the Future get on the uh, winning side of things. Finally. Um, for the first time since we've been going regularly. Because uh, again, they've kind of just been thrown around for uh, the last the last couple of months.
0: Also, who do we need to contact to get one of those t-shirts? Because me and Kyle both want one. And I think Mark wants one. And I think Billy wants one. There's four people already. We need these t-shirts is what we're looking for give the people what they want
1: yeah power to the people
0: (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) that's all I'm saying Uh, (laughs) so that match again we had that we had the uh, Foundation of the Future winning then we had another tag team match up next again I didn't realise there were so many tag team matches on the show until Martin mentioned the tag team match I was like which one's us but the next match up was um, William Sterling and Caleb Valhalla against Crusher Crabe and Connor Malloy. Mm-hmm. So, it of the match. Oh, initially this match was weird because they started coming out from the main door yeah. rather than the entrance, which was weird. I'm assuming something happened. Um,
0: it made sense for Caleb because he kind of left that way. Yeah. So I thought, oh, story wise, that makes sense. But then Crusher and Connor's music went off. They didn't come out and they came to the door as well. And then kind the rest of the night, everyone started coming out that way. But I did notice that. At the entrance, the, the curtain fell down a bit. I don't know if it's just because of that or not.
1: Oh, because Brad broke it.
0: Yeah, because he have been super festive, apparently.
1: Yes, <laughs> like strong boy. Um, so, yeah, we had... Uh...
0: Wait, is this going to be your new thing? We've got super sexy Caleb and big strong boy Brad. Maybe. There you go. New catchphrase.
1: I, I'm more than happy to of up with catchphrases for everyone. <laughs> okay. Just consult me. Slide in the DMs. That's what you it? So anyway, um, Caleb and William against Crusher and Connor again non-title match. However, uh, William Sterling injured his leg at the start of the match and allegedly um, was aided to the back by Alan Sterling after giving his leg CPR.
0: <laughs> that honestly, again things like this, I-, I couldn't stop laughing.
1: And then obviously they they left um, they left Caleb
0: to fend for himself. Caleb looked amazing last night. Like when does he not? Well, you know he always looks amazing, but normally in matches, um, he's always got someone else there. But see, seeing him on his own, just honestly, I can't describe it. He just was like his own entity last night. He just really, like, zoned in. He's kind of Viking. I love the face paint. This really adds a whole new layer to his well, look.
1: Literally, but he is now a star of the Derby Network.
0: That's Caleb true. Caleb
1: as well. So he is a he is a bit of a big deal.
0: Do you know what I think would be really cool? See now he's got his face, so he's got his face makeup. He's got his really cool gear, everything. Do you know what I really like? See if he had the sort of like saltire look, where he's got the the braids, the braids into the the bun on his hair. That would look really cool. The like proper Viking hairstyle. That would look sick on him.
1: There you go, fashion tips for Caleb Valhalla. There you go. I'm sure he'll be listening. <laughs> um, so yeah, so William left, and again they struggled to get out the door, which him was... Hilarious. Um, so they left and it was just Caleb against Crusher and Corner in a handicap match again I think going up against Crusher in any situation is difficult as it is but in a handicap match when you throw the speed and quickness of Corner in there
0: absolute nightmare yeah. but seeing those two big guys like fight was amazing because we kind of got a bit of a taster to it and then any time corner came in again it completely changed the dynamic of the match, but I was all for it because, as you're saying, Connor's so fast. Also, taking a side note, I do need to find out what Connor uses to tone his hair. It always looks so white. I love it. I need to know those secrets. Um, but yeah, again, Connor looked amazing in there as well. Again, try to break him down. Um, yeah, he just looked so good. I'm a big fan of Connor, though.
1: Well, I did feel bad for them though, because. If you're going up against Caleb on his own,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: you've lost the crowd because Caleb is a big sexy man <laughs> who does big sexy man things.
0: You did shout a lot, big sexy Caleb, during it, which got quite awkward after a while.
1: Fair, um, but yeah, again, this match was brilliant. Like, yeah, I just talk about the reaction they got when the start, you know. There was a, almost a standing ovation
0: mm-hmm. at
1: the end of this match for, for Caleb. Uh, he was throwing Crusher about, which was yeah. mad. At one point, he went for a German suplex on both Crusher and Connor.
0: Exactly. Which was wild. Now, this match was good. A bit of tension, though. Um, Crusher didn't really want to tag in Corner. Yeah. Which I get. You'd be like, big guy, big guy, I get it. But still, a bit of tension is brewing.
1: Yeah, but that's fine if you're not getting your ass handed to yourself. That is true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah like was getting battered. Well. So he needs to accept when, you know, it's not going so well for him.
0: Exactly. And Caleb got his, his chant over, which was also good. He did. You were loving
1: it. Skull. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the crowd were loving Caleb, which was amazing. Um, he was really good in his own, you know, kind of held the held the fort himself, which was really good. Um, him and Craig going to be amazing. Uh, that will be so good. Which they've announced is their, their next show. So he's going to be going against Crusher Craig. Again, yeah, that match is going to be quality. So I'm looking forward to that one.
0: And going back to the Skull Chant, a tip for any of the wrestlers who may or may not be listening, if you want Kyle to get on your side, Kyle is a big sucker for any chant he can do, but especially a chant which has an arm movement. It doesn't matter who you are, Kyle will get behind you if you have some sort of chant arm movement.
1: True. Also, if you want to get any chant over, um, me and Mark Leslie have no shame. And most people get scared of chanting something and being the only person chanting it. We don't have that in our bodies. Do you want me to
0: DM you beforehand when I come out Can you start chanting this? If you want. Okay, fair enough. I'm more than happy. To be fair, it was you, Mark, Billy, me, and Kaylee. I did say Kaylee. It sounds like you're saying Kaylee. My accents, because I'm Glaswegian. Um, we were the only ones at times that were clapping, cheering, doing everything. We were, we were going, we were going ham. I was probably going less ham than the rest of you's because whatever, but we're all going ham.
1: Class. Yeah. yeah, our side was the best.
0: Yeah, and again, the reason I say less than all of you's is because I felt like you, Mark and Billy were just wild. Like, you always are. Every show you go to were wild. Then, of course, at the end, you have got even more wild to the point I couldn't even stand up, but we'll get to that.
1: True. Um, but yeah, Crusher picked up the win. Um, he, after the win, um, he kind of straddled... Um, Caleb and stuck his tongue out while looking at Connor in the eyes which was which was strange it wasn't giving what he thought it was giving
0: no what was stranger than that was you turning to me saying I wish I could do that to Caleb oh well that's true
1: that's true <laughs> but I thought it was just a bit weird from Crave
0: yeah that's true yeah it was weird it had this weird tongue thing and I was like I would not want to be Connor right now
1: yeah I was register material that was do um, can't
0: say that It's
1: true. It was
0: creepy. Kyle, we can get cancelled already. Don't
1: ever do that again, is what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Public service announcement. Do not straddle other men and stick your tongue out staring at us in the eye.
1: Like, I know it was a bit, you know, a bit looser in terms of the the PG stuff, but that was was a bridge too far for me. It was
0: weird for me because I still think of them as um, father and son.
1: True. (laughs) Uh, But anyway. That match was was solid. Again, got really good uh, stand ovation from the crowd at the end for for Caleb. Uh, Crusher came on the mic and obviously said that he should step away from Alan. Um, kind of referred to back to when he was in uh, Sterling Oil and the crowd kind of wanted him to to kind of step away. And he kind of knows how that feels. So again, that was quite good to to kind of see. Bear with us as Kayleigh opens her juice.
0: Sorry. <laughs> the,
1: the loudest just... It's
0: ASMR. No, this room is boiling. Like, this feels as warm as the hotel last night.
1: No way. Not as close as that. Not as warm as that. So anyway, we then had the halftime interval. Uh, another raffle down and another raffle lost for Kayla.
0: I swear it's it's becoming personal. All I want to do is win and then I can put my beef with um, Len behind me.
1: Well, that's what I think it is. I think Lane listened to the first um, edition of our podcast, um, where we reviewed Wrestles on uh, Halloween Hijinks, and did not appreciate you your thoughts on his skills as a referee.
0: No, but I'm going to I'm going to go out there and say that I didn't appreciate him as a referee. I will admit that. But see, as a man, I just think he's so cute.
1: You've changed your tone now that you know he picks raffles. <laughs> that's all I'm saying.
0: No, I no last night because uh, he was like directly across from me he's so cute he's <laughs> just like a lovely wee man
1: well there's the fact he was next to Evan as well
0: yeah oh I just loved them two together now do you know what I want to see I want to see some sort of skit show with them two you know like, like grand and <laughs> grandson this could be a whole thing it could be the Evan and Len show Um. so Evan and Len if you want to make that happen I, I will watch I'm all for it I'll make t-shirts I've got a cricket machine you need merch I'll make it well, I'm all for it
1: well then we got into our second half of the show, um, which, again, when you look at the matches that were left, was going to be a a cracker of a second Mm -hmm. half. Um, So our first match out was uh, Scotty Swift and Omar Mohammed against The Outfit. So before we get into the match, obviously, we need to talk about Scotty Swift and his jacket.
0: Oh, I love Omar so much. Now, something I need to ask, do you think... So that's been now a few people he's had to get these jackets for now. There must be somewhere that he's got these on tap. And the question is, so if he can easily get these jackets, everyone in the crowd loves these jackets, and needs to know more about these jackets. I had an idea. Every single person released a t-shirt, so everyone has t-shirts. We now have an abundance of t-shirts. That could be your merch. You could make your own line of these jackets. I'm totally game for it. Would you wear one? Maybe. I would love one. That's what we're going to do. That's it. When he finally comes back, we're all going to get those jackets. Show support.
1: Fair. So, this match, um, was a bit of a strange one. Because we didn't really expect it to go the way it did.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. It's... We were just sitting there, expecting them all to get in the ring. Again, Scotty came out, dancing. You may want to elaborate on that. Again, Len was dancing.
1: Oh, the Len dancing was brilliant. That, that was great. That was fantastic. Yeah, Scotty was uh, giving his best Michael PSA's impression, <laughs> which I appreciated.
0: It was brilliant. It just it gave what I had to give. Um, but then it became into like a hardcore match, and I did not expect this.
1: Some would say, um, and this is my only my theory, is that before the match... Um, Ted O'Keefe saw someone ordering something other than a Guinness from the bar.
0: And they asked if they had any specials in there. He was raging. He
1: lost it. Apparently Scotty went to the bar and went, oh, I'll try something new. And oh.
0: Oh, he was, that was it. That was it. Um, Again, something else I liked. We had the George Michael look again. He's looking good. He is. Like, I was loving it. Again, the hair, the earring. I appreciated he took the earring out before it. Because um, you you don't want to lose that. Um, but he's looking good, and I will say you kind of. I've not saw them wrestle personally myself. You said it was giving you a lot of farmer vibes, and I was really worried. But they came out looking really smart. In the outfit.
1: Yeah, they're not. They don't look as rush now.
0: I like, I really like it. Like their style is really good.
1: Um, we did see a bit too much of them, though. Oh, mainly, mainly Dino.
0: Yeah.
1: Saw so too much of Dino. Ah well. But it was worth it, because he took, the only reason we did that is because he took off his belt to hit Scotty, which um, was wild. Did, yeah. did not expect that.
0: Oh, like, see? And again, something I was saying to Kyle after it was, you know when you go to shows and normally you get the the brawl, parenthesis, and it's, like, the, the very weak... See, when I heard that slap of that belt, I was like, oh, my God, they're actually doing it. Yeah. Like what's going on
1: it's funny though right because see before the show I was thinking oh well at chaos Scotty had the big hardcore ladder match well not not a ladder match but there was a ladder involved but the big hardcore brawl match uh, with Brad and and Dynamite or Damien sorry and obviously you know that that hurt you know he was getting thrown about he Mm -hmm. he got thrown into the ladder all that sort of stuff and I thought I looked at this match and went oh well you know he'll have a bit of fun it will be all good not as not as strenuous um, but apparently Scotty just enjoys hurting
0: himself. Yeah, so this is now Deathmatch Scotty, which I am so behind. And it's good, because if he bleeds, you won't notice he's already covered in red.
1: Well, I've got a theory here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's been talking to Aspen.
0: That's what it is. He's been trying to get himself booked with Aspen.
1: Well, they did say Aspen did mention that he was doing a seminar earlier in the day. Yeah. Maybe he was you know, giving some Deathmatch tips to Scotty.
0: And everyone got really inspired, and that's what happened. Um, I will say though, I was fine with everybody getting three loads of like crap kicked out of them I did not want Omar to get hurt He's too precious to get hurt He... well, ironically that um, was the whole time, I was like, oh don't hurt him But it was, again, we had the board come out, the board just got whacked off someone's head And then you had the box, like it was all over the place Again, me, you and Mark, especially because we, we like matches like that We were loving it, but we were also very confused but it was great.
1: Yeah, and then merch nearly got wiped out with a flying Ted O'Keefe.
0: What I did see though, which which made me laugh, so he got flung, merch is everywhere, I looked over and I don't know why this was funny, but I just saw Martin just square up a bit of paper, just one bit of paper, uh, it must have been like an 8x10, he just squared it up and I looked over and I thought, your t-shirts are everywhere, you've got a man on the floor, you've got sweat everywhere mm. and you've just fixed an 8x10, priorities big man. He does what he has to do. It also, how he got over there, I did never saw Martin walk, but somehow he ended up over at the merch table, like creeping Jesus.
1: Now, see that is where Clunas is next levels. You never know where he is, but he's all, he's, all, he's everywhere. Well, he's, he's wherever he needs to be.
0: I just realised, speaking of eight by tens in that part of the room, we haven't even discussed what happened when we came in the building, what was on the wall.
1: Well, yeah, and this is where I've got some bones to pick with uh, a sort of Mister Lewis Turner. Uh, wrestles on security I'm putting that in parenthesis Parenthesis. <laughs> now after uh, that shoddy display so we come in on the wall do not let this man in and who is it? Billy Strachan
0: which first of all I felt bad because we were going to the gig with him and I was like don't feel I'm bad not, I'm not being turned away because I'm being seen with a traitor
1: no, yeah exactly don't feel bad right he made his bed right he had a choice and here's the thing, right? We've made this comment. Everyone keeps saying, oh, it's because he went to Elgin. He didn't go to Elgin. He lives in Elgin, right? He chose not to go to WrestleZone.
0: Which our argument was in the nicest way possible. We got up at seven in the morning. We got on a three-hour bus journey. We got there and then we travelled to the show. We could make it. yet yeah, you could not. But we'll move on. It's a well, gripe that everyone has.
1: Well, somehow Egan made it into the building, which um, I have asked him... Um, for his review with uh, with Kelly that he's doing uh, which I'm assuming will be released today as well he managed to get in, I want to know how
0: yeah, he must have turned away I like to think he did the the squid slap onto Lewis to get in you know, that would have been funny fair <laughs> seeing Billy do a barrel roll in the
1: building <laughs> <laughs> oh, that set her off
0: and Kelly just apologised because Billy's just rolling about the floor sorry. I'm sorry sorry I'm sorry <laughs> you know what he's with, like
1: We a Spider-Man mask on
0: <laughs> no way home he's not getting in
1: <laughs> <laughs> aye no way home Kelly's got the car
0: <laughs> um, ok sorry that tickled me let's move on
1: but yeah to wrap up uh, the match was called off because Omar died yeah Omar just got murked um it was it was class as a win by knockout as as far as i'm aware uh but yeah uh dare demonte smashed him with the, the roaring elbow and uh i omar was no more
0: well this is my first time seeing dino as well um so i do want to make a point to say he looks really good he yeah from what i saw and again i didn't get to see a lot because most of it was outside the ring Um, but when he got in there I was maybe only one move but he looks really good so I want to see more of him as well which is really interesting again I like his character you know I already love how he looks I'm totally for that vibe Um, so yeah it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that yeah
1: and we then had our penultimate match of the evening Um, YouTube sensation Alex Webb
0: who's got 69,000 and one subscriber thanks to Mark Leslie
1: Who, funnily enough, like, we've actually sat and watched his videos, like, on the big telly. I know the big telly is now a meme, but um, we have actually sat and watched his stuff uh, on telly before and he's hilarious. But it was nice to see him in person.
0: And it was nice to see a good match because online he reviewed all these bad matches and that was the only time I saw him kind of wrestle. So my expectations, as a person, high. As a wrestler, low.
1: Fair. And he was up against Brian Tucker, who, again, was... uh, not wrestling Sean Johnson, which was good. Thank
0: fuck for that. It
1: was a nice change for those two not to be in the ring together. Uh, hopefully it's a permanent change.
0: Do you know what If should be a permanent change? What he's wearing? What is he wearing? He's like Paddington Bear.
1: Well, he's now got a scarf as well, I've noticed. Mate,
0: no. Get that scarf so far. I'm not going to finish that sentence. No, stop it. It's too much. Get it off. Don't do that. <laughs> get nucleus. Don't do that. Don't wrestle in a cop shirt. Nah.
1: Um, but yeah I was a big fan of uh, a big fan of Alex Webb first time seeing him
0: he was great he has the right attitude he was a lovely guy he got the crowd behind him even though it was his first time there and I'm going to guess a lot of people maybe didn't know who he was because I feel that a lot of the crowd just probably don't research stuff like that Um, yeah he was great he he seemed like he fit in perfectly he had the right attitude and the right kind of like vibe to be at a WrestleZone show and I would personally like to see a lot more of them.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was quite funny, that match. It was it was a good mixture of good wrestling and, and comedy, yeah, which was nice.
0: but the right level of it. And this is the only kind of thing I would say. Alex Webb, it came really natural. Brian Tucker, it felt a bit forced, the attempted comedy. Whereas I felt like Alex Webb just was really... It just swung with it. I think his shorts are really cool as well. I like the colour of them.
1: Yeah. Well, I will say, though, right, and this is probably the, the first positive thing we've said... Um, about Tucker just because the last few matches have been against Sean Johnson which we don't want to see anymore uh, again no qualms on either of them but that match in general needs to stop um, you know the, the actual comedy of the match was really good and again mm-hmm. that comes from both parts both parties yeah. need to, to kind of give as good as they get so yeah I thought you know the, the kind of They kind of bounced off each other really well. Um, And it was
0: nice to see Tucker in a different environment. I thought he was really good in this match, which, again, it was nice and really refreshing to see him doing differently. Because even the first time I saw the match with him and Sean Johnson, you could tell that they've kind of done everything they had to do, even though it was my first time seeing it. So to see him in a whole different environment was just class. I think he's really good.
1: Yeah. Um, And again, this match was solid. First time seeing Alex Webb. He picked up the win uh, against Tucker. Hopefully, East comes back up which would be nice to to see him up there. Uh, Again, he's one of those guys that I'd like to see more of up in WrestleZone. There's a few guys I'd like to start seeing up in WrestleZone. Um, Probably the first name that comes to mind is Ian Skinner. Oh, Uh, definitely. Same sort of class of 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 those people I'd like to to start seeing in WrestleZone. Again, just some fresh faces to sort of integrate in Um, would be nice. But again, it's not like back in the day when WrestleZone had to do these sort of things and bring people in because they've got a strong enough roster now, Mm -hmm. you can see the fact that there's certain people that weren't on the show tonight, do you know what I mean? That didn't need to be on the show. Like, you know, you could easily put Evan on the show and had him in a random match, but he didn't need to be on the show. So he wasn't... Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's good that they're in that position rather than just forcing everyone out every show and you get bored of them. Yeah. So again, they don't need to bring people in, but there's certain people I'd like to see uh, up the road. But And
0: also Alex now, it's not as if he comes from a place far away. He could always hitch a ride with people. There's other people from his neck of the woods that may or may not be coming up. That's true. Easy for him to get there.
1: That's very true. Um. So... Speaking of next match was our main event of the evening, and it was the long anticipated Damien versus Zack Dynamite for the undisputed WrestleZone championship. So this was the first match that was announced. It was the poster match. Um, there was a lot of hype going to this. Oh. It, it was yeah. pretty much three years in the making at this point. Um, you know, they were feuding in um, before lockdown, and it was looking like dynamite was probably gonna Go and win the rumble, and or it was at least Billy's pick uh, when it came to that uh, going towards Anarchy that year. It would have made sense. So a lot of builders went into this. Um, Again, it's a long time coming. What were kind of your thoughts on the the main event?
0: So to start with, the promos were really really good. Um, I've started watching the promos a lot closer now especially ever since uh, we found the damn good about it and it's me Um, ever since we unlocked those gems i need to make sure that i'm watching them very closely but um, it was good this had a big match feel about it like big energy and it was the first time i've had that since starting to go to these shows so for me personally i felt a whole new way about it these guys on their own are Amazing. So I've saw Damien a couple of times um, in other kind of title matches. So he always looks good. And again, shout out, his daughter is the best fan there. She honestly, she loves it. I love that she was shouting, Um, what was it? Foundation of the Losers. I was like, on your Oh no, door.
1: no. She said Loser of the Future.
0: Loser of the Future.
1: But what you just said there, I love it. Foundation of
0: the Losers. That's yeah. that's brilliant. Well, again, I'm so for it. I, I thought it was amazing. She is... Class, but again, back onto the actual wrestlers now. Um, again, Zack Dynamite. I've saw him a couple of times wrestling, kind of the same as what I was seeing earlier on about um Vigo. I've saw him kind of in matches with other people. He didn't really stand out as much because you kind of have to give everyone their time. Seeing them two together, which you've educated me, they've they've had a couple of matches in that before and they've always been really good. But this is the first time I've saw them in that kind of realm. And honestly, this match was a whole other caliber that I hadn't saw yet. This had such a big match feel and something that I was saying to you too was that it was such a good match. The crowd were speechless. It wasn't they were quiet because they were burnt out or they weren't just quiet because they just weren't feeling it. People were genuinely so interested. There was like no noise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it had such a like, you didn't know who was going to win. It's not as if you suddenly get a title match and you're like, oh, it's definitely going to be this person, definitely going to be that person. The storytelling in it, everything was great. And even I got a lot of the storytelling, which for not seeing all the build up like you were saying prior and things. So, honestly, great match. Couldn't, I, I honestly, I'm kind of lost for words on what to say. Both of them came across amazing. They both look great as well. Like, they're looking really good because, again, you were showing me like old videos and stuff, especially Dynamite. He was looking so good he's put a lot of work into himself lately and um Damien I just love his style he's so different he's got like that kind of edgy style about him I'm feeling it yeah so yeah that's kind of from me I'll, I'll let you take over again
1: yeah again this match was, was brilliant a few things to kind of point uh, Dynamite came out first and sent Ryan Reilly and Brad Evans to the back he was saying I was going to do some Nice which touch. we'll get to later didn't necessarily end up like that but he sent him to the back, he was doing it on his own. The match itself, in-ring, fantastic. It was really, really good. Um, a lot of stuff that I didn't really expect to see. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the big suplex on the apron,
0: Ooh. which looked
1: absolutely brutal.
0: That that was sore. That looked sore. Like, I, my back hurt watching that.
1: There was a few things just like that throughout the match that we were really, really going for it. Um, again, a lot of good close falls, which... Again, I was quite surprised at because um, I think, like you said, you don't really know who's going to win some like mm-hmm. in this match. Whereas a lot of times you kind of know what's going to happen, so you don't really get drawn in too much by the, the sort of near falls. Which again was was really, good, really good. Um, we obviously got a ref bump. Yeah. Denzel on the deck. Um, to quote Billy Strachan, he deserved it. Yeah. Uh, so Dennis, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're listening,
0: take that how you wish.
1: I didn't say it. Billy Strachan did. Uh, but yeah he was uh, he was out for the count which again I will say apart from holding the title upside down um, was which
0: we tried to help him with we did do our best but I get it in the moment you you didn't notice
1: apart from that and this is a big compliment to both Dennis and Mikey this bump was probably the first time I really noticed them Mm -hmm. throughout the show um, and that's a good thing which is probably the ultimate um, compliment for a referee Uh, again I feel like they don't need any sort of praise because they're just they do their job very well. Yeah. Um but yeah I think that's probably one of the big things that sets wrestling apart from a lot of companies is the refereeing. They yeah. have they have two of the best referees in the in the country.
0: Some shoddy refereeing we saw last show um with the whole foot in the rope thing but we'll let that go. Another point as well which I think is really important see for anyone who is a wrestler at that show, anyone who is Doing wrestling at their academy or anything, this is one of those matches that they need to watch. They had so so much going for it. I think it was really good. The dynamic was good. The build up was good. During it was good. The way the crowd were reacting to it is one of those ones. I think it'd be really good that if they were training or even someone who's been doing it a long time, they could take a lot of tips from those two. Yeah, it was such a good such a good match.
1: Hundred percent. And then uh, Dynamite One. But he did not win the title as he won by disqualification. Yes. Um, So once Dennis was down, Foundation of the Future came out and started attacking Damien. They then snuck out of the ring and when uh, Dennis went for the count, what happened? Kick out. Everyone thought it was going to be it. But it wasn't. Damien fought back. And then Foundation of the Future... We try to get involved. All this sort of malarkey near the end, um, and Damien eventually just hit dynamite with a low blow. That
0: was quite shocking. which was strange. Yeah, I did not expect that at all. That was a heel move and a half. It was. Um, so that was the end of that match. Now, before we go any further, I do want to take a moment to first of all see if anyone is wearing headphones during this part. You need to be careful; it might get high pitched. Um, prior to this. I just apologise for anything that's going to come out of Kyle just now. You're probably not going to hear me um, for the next well, hour, probably. Kale's going to go on a rant so on, on you go. What happened next, Kyle?
1: <coughs> Gather round children. So, and oh, this was, oh, it was perfect. It was so good. So, in the future already out there. Following the match, obviously Damien's hit him with the low blow and I mean, they were in the right to jump him, right? And I'm not, no offence Damien, right? But if you're going to stoop to that level. You deserve to get a bit of a bit of digs in. That's right? true. Just saying. So finishing the future, attack Damien, they're pounding on him, um and then Dynamite gets the belt. Yep. He's getting ready to hit Damien with the belt. Oh what's that? The lights go out. God. I'm scared of the dark as well, so
0: I'm a bit scared.
1: What was really good is right, because of obviously the venue all the lights kind of went out a little different times. So it wasn't like instant darkness, which I liked. It was kind of like, you know, like when the fiends lights go off, it was like... It was like...
0: Sorry, are you trying to say that they copied the fiend?
1: No, but... So the lights started to go out, right? And at this point, um I grabbed Mark. I leaned over Kayleigh and grabbed Mark on the leg.
0: Yeah, grabbed me and realised it wasn't good enough and grabbed Mark, his, his real other half.
1: We then got to our feet. A shadow comes into the ring and me and Mark are looking at each other. It's happening. It's happening.
0: Prior to this, Kyle also had many theories of what was going to happen.
1: Right, and this was pretty much my theory. And um, for anyone who's a fan of The Office US, um, the the scene when they're doing the fire drill, um, it's happening, it's happening. That was me. That was me. Um, Everybody stay calm. So I'm, I'm gripping onto Mark as tight as I can. Lights come back on. Unmistakably, Mr Aspen Faith is stood there. He pulls the hood off. I don't remember anything that happened at this point. Um I didn't really pass out. Um
0: at this point, so I'll tell you what happened just now. Mark, Kyle, and Billy all jumped to their feet, started shouting and screaming and everything. I too was gonna to stand up. And in merriness. But Kyle started throwing his hands in the air. I nearly got punched in the face about six times. I just sat there for a minute and meant, I'm just going to give them to their moment because it's not worth getting up that high and accidentally getting punched in the face. Um, the screams were deafening. I couldn't hear anything. They two were hugging. It was a whole thing. It was a whole moment. I saw a grown man cry. That grown man was Kyle.
1: So then Aspen then... Um, I can't remember what happened here I know that he did the chop lariat like I said he would um to Dynamite and Dynamite then rolled out the ring but it's funny we were still like celebrating and he rolled it on our side and he kind of just like got engulfed in the celebrations
0: yeah he pushed Mark <laughs> <laughs> so, I was just like oh
1: no sorry Zach um, and yeah that was uh, the best moment ever so then we had Aspen then cut a promo saying um, like I said that he's Got someone unfinished business in WrestleZone. He's never won the Regal Rumble. He's never faced Alan Sterling.
0: Which, again, that I would love to see.
1: Which, believe it or not, is true. He has never faced Alan Sterling.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, it's been a while. I know that you keep me updated with Aspen's life as if he was your son. Um, it's been a while since I've actually saw Aspen. He's looking really good. Yeah. Like, really good. He's looking, like, massive. Like, big big well strong done. boy. Exactly. Another big strong boy in there.
1: And again, after he said he hadn't wrestled Alan Sterling, he then said he's never held the WrestleZone Undisputed Championship, which again is true and it is a travesty. Um, again, this should have happened in 2014, right? So I'm just telling you, WrestleZone, it's time, it's, time's coming. Do you know what I mean? That was, what, a year ago? And you're, it's finally happening, right? You've taken your time, but you're lucky I've stuck around, right, Um, (laughs) so again, it looks like we're getting uh, Aspen Faith in the Regal Rumble, hopefully he goes on and wins it to face whoever the champion is, it might be Damien, it might be Dynamite, and see in my opinion, right, and again I don't like saying these things out loud because I feel like um, the people at WrestleZone deliberately don't do things if I say it out loud um, which again I was kind of proven wrong by that last one but um, like I personally want a triple threat at Anarchy between Damien Dynamite and Aspen
0: Ooh.
1: but again we can, we can go there
0: Do you also want to shout what you shouted at me during that that if he enters the rumble and even thinks about slipping off the side again you will hurl your full body to the ground so he stands on you and not the floor and you will yes. save Aspen Faith.
1: Yes, I have made this point that I will I will take the bullet for Aspen in the rumble to make sure he wins. Um, I've asked Billy if he would like to take part. Um, we... I will dive under if he gets... So, so just... Are you the
0: Otis to his Mandy Rose? Yes. Are you going to be his big ham?
1: Yes. <laughs> I will be on guard. My eyes will be peeled throughout that whole match.
0: Maggi's number one, you've got a lot, to, a lot to worry about.
1: If he's number one, I'll be dead by the end of the match. Yeah,
0: now that's that's something we're doing to see.
1: Because if he's number...
0: Won't be dying? <laughs> well...
1: Because if he's number one, then think of how much time he's going to go near the ropes. Me and Billy will be... Oh, no. Hmm. I can't imagine. But anyway, um, and Faith is back in town. I am the happiest man alive. Uh, ultimately, right, I've been to WrestleMania, right? And uh, I'm going to say that was my favourite moment I've ever experienced in wrestling.
0: Also, thanks to Aspen, Faith and WrestleZone, when me and Kyle get married, that's going to be the second greatest part of his life now. <laughs> Third if Aspen wins a title.
1: Well, it could be fourth if he wins the Rumble and then title. Thanks, Kyle. So, I'm sorry about
0: that. Okay. Uh, I can't say anything. I've met Lita, so you're already second, so...
1: But yeah, so again, this was amazing. Um, It was done perfectly. Uh, Every single detail that could have went right went right. I just love this.
0: I did feel sorry though. Um, Again, I don't know her name and I do apologise, but um, Damien's daughter kind of looked and was like, hold up, why are you now cheating for that man that's against my dad? Like, I just feel bad where she was like, hold on a wee minute. We were on the same page five minutes ago. <laughs> Traitors.
1: Well, this is a point um, I do apologise to Damien. Um, you know, again, big fan. Really enjoy Really enjoy wrestling. Um, I know you'll, you'll probably be listening to this. Um, but everyone's out the window now.
0: Yeah. And also, um, I was going to buy his top because I love Scott Pilgrim as well, but I don't think Kyle's going to allow me to just now.
1: Now, see, the only person that can continue along with Aspen on a level basis is Scotty Swift. Unless Scotty Swift decides he wants some some business and he wants to go against Aspen Faith, then I've got to back my boy. Um, but he's the only person that will he will continue to rise with Aspen in terms of my fandom.
0: Okay, that's fair enough.
1: But everyone else, as Mickey Vago said, old news.
0: Yeah. Well, when we first met, the f- one of the first conversations we had was about Scotty Swift and Aspen Faith. When I say conversations, I mean you spoke to me um, about those two and tried to educate me on them in the literally the first five minutes of meeting. So that makes sense. It's kind of one character for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know it's a bit of a meme at this point, but Aspen is genuinely like one of my favourite wrestlers. Like, and I'm not talking just on or WrestleZone base, I'm talking, like, of everyone. Um I
0: don't know if we said it before on one of our other podcasts, but when you were at Access, did you not wear his top and someone made a comment to Eric
1: him? Rowan, yes. Eric Rowan.
0: There you go. Aspen's got a fan in Eric Rowan.
1: Exactly. But yeah, again, generally one of my favourite wrestlers. Has been since, like, 2014, 2013. You know, so again, this was massive to kind of see him come back. Uh, and I think
0: it'll be cool. And be in I... a
1: position that he really should have been in, as far as I'm concerned, before he, he left wrestling.
0: So I've saw him in the land of places we can't talk about, and I always thought it was really, really good. So it'll be interesting to see him here. But um, a nice um, segue, since you did speak also about Scotty Swift, we do have a few questions. I don't know if you want to get on them, and we'll talk about them. I did lie, I did say we're going to talk about them before we let you on your Aspen rant, but...
1: We I've, couldn't... I've got more things to say, sorry. Oh, no. Um, and this is a bit TMI, right? And oh,
0: for God's
1: sake. I probably shouldn't say this on a podcast, right? But I just want people to understand, and um, if there's any medical professionals, if you could let me know if this is an issue, right? Because um, I got so excited when Aspen came out, right? And I don't know if this was a sign that I was going to shit myself or not, right? But I had a very, very much a pain in um, my, my arsehole.
0: That's because you were squeezing it so hard because you were so excited. It was weird. You, Mark, and Billy were like dogs on heat.
1: No, because once the adrenaline wore off, I was in so much pain. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> okay. Answer in a postcard, please. Um, but I thought I'd let... Because I, I need people to know the extent of... You know, that's the loudest pop I've ever had for a wrestler. Oh, from your
0: arsehole? Um, yes. <laughs> okay.
1: But, yeah, we do have some questions. Um, and... Again, do you want to... you got them? Well, I've got them here, so I'll, I'll pull them up. Um, so, a couple of questions coming in. First one, um, has Kyle come back to reality yet or is he still cheering over his return, last man's return?
0: So, a bit of a breakdown. After the show was all I spoke about. After the show, we had a drive home with Mark, not home, to the hotel with Mark, all he spoke about. We then went out for drinks, which was lovely, with Billy and Kelly, was all kyle spoke about we got back to the hotel all kyle spoke about now in that time i wasn't feeling well and i couldn't feel my whole right arm and lost feeling in my hand so i was stressed out but no kyle just kept on about how aspen faith was the best thing since sliced bread um, he finally passed out woke up in the morning and then again proceeded to talk about that then again our three hour journey home The only time I got him to stop talking about it was when I went for a nap earlier and then we woke up and now we're here. So, no, he is still on the ceiling Um, in the nicest way possible. I'm fed up hearing the name Aspen Faith and who knows how long this is going to go on for.
1: Fair. (laughs) So, next question. Um, This one comes from Scout, actually. Um, Question one. When can they be a guest on the show?
0: So again, this is what we've been talking about. We want to get people on the show. We've had a few people come to us. Again, you know who I want on the show? I want Mr. Vigo. I want there to be a mosh pit, KK, wrestle, pod, everything together. Um, a kind of clash, a kind of like crossover. But um the only reason we haven't done anything like that yet is because we want to try and rebrand us a wee bit and get it a bit more streamlined. And as soon as we do that, then there's going to be applications open. I want you all. I want to find out if you can answer the same weird questions that we've got, because I have a lot of weird questions. Um, yeah. You know I ask most of them here anyway. A lot of fashion-related questions too.
1: Well, Scout's a good shout for that one.
0: Oh, he's brilliant. And also, Scout, um, as a as a breakdown, there's always Naya. And me and him have a lot of similar similar outlooks and stuff. Um, what's his second question?
1: Uh, what was... Wait, well, sorry. What's the best way for someone to... Jesus, what was that? I don't
0: know.
1: Is that your bottle? Your juice? <laughs> Sorry. Right, I'm put, I'm putting a sign on the office door. Nay juice. Okay. Uh, question two. What's the best way for someone to react if Kelly Kelly wins the Royal Rumble? Asking for a friend.
0: If Kelly Kelly wins the Royal Rumble, the best way to react is hide. Because if Lita doesn't win, I will genuinely throw my shit like there's no tomorrow. Don't tempt me. Um, I hope that answers that for you.
1: Fair. Um, we then have a question from Mr Billy Strachan for Lena oh. uh, he asks who are your final four picks for the Regal Rumble an actual wrestling question
0: okay do you want to go first
1: um, oh I need to think about it but well Aspen Faith because he's going to win it um, Zach Dynamite
0: Yeah, uh, but well, I have them too as well
1: so Aspen Zach Dynamite Alan Sterling oh I wish and Caleb Valhalla Oh, because I would like Caleb Valhalla to eliminate Alan Sterling.
0: So I would slightly different. I had Aspen and Zach. Okay. Um. Then from there, who have I got there? I think Caleb could be a shout. Yep. And I think Brad. Okay. I'm going. I'm going with them four because put it this way: see if those four are in the ring. That's one of those ones where you are like, hmm, I could kind of go anyway. Because what I think could be really cool if you've got two or three of the foundation I want it to be maybe Ryan's just been put out because he could kind of go like the whole way the three of them and he's kind of like just sitting waiting drumming yeah I, I like it interesting.
1: I like it um, we then have a question from Scotty Swift mm. himself who asks who is the worst dancer in Scottish wrestling and why is it me sorry about the dancing
0: no I loved your dancing you oh I loved Lens as well that that was class
1: um, cutting
0: right shapes
1: I mean, this is a this is a, pull a niche reference, but uh, I can't remember where it was, but there was a WrestleZone dance-off back in the day um, and there was some terrible dancing involved with that. Um, I can't remember if Scotty was involved in that, to be honest, but he might have been, um, so no comment.
0: Technically, the worst dance in Scottish wrestling if we really want to pull another kind of niche one. Well, not niche, but it's a while ago. Remember that show years ago, just before Drew went back to... WWE, and everyone was having a dance-off, and he just started clobbering people instead. So technically, didn't dance. Makes him the worst dancer in Scottish history.
1: There you go. Drew McIntyre, worst dancer. We have a question from the inspirational one, Ryan Riley. Of course. He asks, who's in charge?
0: Me. You don't have to ask. Me or the devil? (laughs) Oh, God. Why is that, like, your new thing? Do you know, also, I like darts. Um could go ahead to say maybe something I love darts but the amount of weird darts videos that Kyle has made me watch over the last month has been extreme this is even for me it's been too much there
1: we go and uh, last question comes from No Mercy N64 A fantastic game yep M- my favourite game my favourite wrestling game yeah I'd say so mm-hmm. first one I ever played Um will X-Pac return the rumble Yes. I'm manifesting it. He's one of my favourite wrestlers of all time, so yes. That's really cool. Uh, Will Riddle throw out Randy? Oh. I'm going to say no.
0: I hope not, because I love them two together. RK bro is, is too good. I somehow think Riddle would be so ride or die. If Randy was going out, he would somehow latch onto his body and fling himself to.
1: And will Randy be in the final four?
0: Hopefully not in um, the nicest way possible I feel like Randy's done it all so often that I want some new fresh faces and I say this all the time about um, WWE we need some new fresh faces we need something different which I know is ironic because I am also saying that Leah's is going to win the women's one but again that's technically something new because it's been so long yeah. um, and she's never won it so that's true whereas Randy has so we need a bit of a change up yeah. so that's that's that
1: and uh with that, that is our final question. So, that was our review of WrestleZone Hall Showdown. Again, if you've liked the episode, you've listened this far, then fair play to you. I feel bad for the guys in the main event we have got to listen this far to get what we thought of them. True. I mean, it's worth it. I feel like everyone's here just to hear about Aspen, aren't they?
0: Kyle, it's, it's literally only you and Aspen.
1: As Martin Clunas' uh, meme said, when Aspen's not in the ring, the other wrestlers should be asking,
0: where's Aspen? Oh, also, I did take the time, so last time we got questions about our commentary, our commentary lads, about who wore the nicer, like, cardigans and stuff. I noticed their clobber yesterday looking very sharp. That's true. I did take the time to look I like, very
1: sharp. I like Dawkins' uh, like blue, I would say blue blazer, but we can't say that anymore because he's dead. um
0: <sighs> was a nice powder blue, I did like that, I was yeah. feeling it.
1: It was nice. Yeah. Um, what Mark mentioned, it needs a little uh, embroidered own logo, oh, like the old raw jackets.
0: That would be really good. That would be nice. On that note... If you get it made, I'll sew it in for you, big man. I'll sew it in.
1: On that note, um, again, if you like the, the episode, if you're wanting to hear more of what we've got coming going forward, then subscribe to us on Spotify, Um uh, whatever you listen to on Apple Podcasts all that sort of stuff and uh, follow us on Twitter I am Kyle What UK you are
0: Kayleigh Laugh, and again we're going to take the time to make it a bit more streamlined a bit better make it a lot more regular again we've just been kind of throwing out random episodes just now but it's going to get better and come with us
1: that seemed weird
0: but anyway that not is, like a cult way
1: that is us and uh, we'll see you guys next time bye bye